0: Hey everybody, it is November 27th, 2017, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, and we're talking Monday Night Raw, November 27th. Mr. Matt Morgan with us once again, Justin LaBar from Cherish Reality.
1: Guys, how's it going? Good, what's up, buddy? What Uh, a day.
2: Prince Harry, Prince Harry's getting engaged to an American actress, and Matt Morgan and Justin LaBar are both on the same podcast. What a day, (laughs) headlines.
0: It's bound to happen. Um, so tonight, man, Monday Night Raw, it is a long way till their next pay-per-view. A long way. Uh, what did you think, Matt, of that opening segment with Roman, the Miztourage, hooking up with
1: Elias? Uh, I, I'm, I'm torn because Roman, I mean, obviously everyone's always looking to see if he's going to get, you know, the babyface reaction, right? As he turned them finally? And that kind of thing. He did, he did a good. He's got to get out of his own way. He keeps doing his whole cocky shit. It does, this is my language, and it does not work. It's what gets him booed, and he's got, it's okay to be confident. It's okay to talk about being the big dog. It's, that's all good. But just how he talks. His delivery, a lot of the time, is very arrogant. And when you have people booing you, and your goal is to get out there and get them to cheer you, because that is what that is. Let's be very clear about that. There is none of this, oh, as long as it gets a reaction, uh, he's putting asses in seats. That's all that matters. That's their BS answer they give when their baby faces like him and Cena get booed. And they don't like it. Um, so let's be clear about that. They'd rather him be cheered. And they were coming along with him tonight. They were. And then he got in his own way a little bit during his promo. Um, anytime he attaches himself to this shield, he's guaranteed to react a good pop. Um, so they're throwing out all the stops to make this guy be liked. Um, but that, that's what I kept paying attention to. And then, um, I mean, that's really it. I mean, there's nothing else really noteworthy about that.
0: Yeah, Justin, what do you think about having him do these open challenges and kicking that off with Elias tonight?
2: Well, well some of what Matt said, he, he does present some problems with the cadence and how he speaks, with the arrogance. On the flip side, though, when we've seen him in not recently, but in past times, try to do the more heroic babyface stuff, and whether it was just written really poorly for him, that comes off flat too. So it's almost like the cockiness maybe feels a little more natural to him, you know, because he is a, a big, you know, he is a guy who. You know he's bigger than most. He you know he is tougher than most. But it, as Matt said, it comes it it completely contradicts what he's out there trying to do, which is which is to be the rallied babyface. Which eventually later on in the show, before the match, big credit to Elias, they actually had the arena full of people, at least most of them chanting for Roman. So, but I give that credit to, to Elias, and the heel. But I, I agree with what Matt said. It, it, there's a contradiction in. How Roman gives office promos and what they want, and then you know when he doesn't have when Dean Ambrose is off on honeymoon, as it reminded us seven times, uh, and, and Seth yeah. Rollins with them, it makes it even tougher.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that was crazy tonight. That led to the uh, first match of the evening. So Dean Ambrose off on his honeymoon with Renee Young, Sheamus on his sabbatical to Ireland. So therefore we have Seth Rollins and Cesaro um, setting up the singles match, setting up a tag title defense for next week. Matt, do you think uh, th- is this feud had you very invested, or is it just a display of great, great workers in the ring?
1: Yes, B. Choice B. Um, yeah, uh, obviously the Shield are going to win the titles, and all three of them will have their little title belts and will make great for photo ops. But um, again, I don't care what anybody says; it's still a fall. It's still a fall from grace. These Seth Rollins. I don't know what it is. He's one of my favorite acts to watch. I mean, Kevin Owens, they're probably my out of my top three favorite guys to watch both on the mic more for KO. And once the bell sounds uh, uh, Seth Rollins all day, I love watching him work uh, along with AJ, but like he's a main event act. You know what I mean? I just feel like this is all beneath them, um, to to, to a degree, but you know what? Maybe it's, it'll mean more once they come back up to the main event again. I know that's usually what happens when they put people in a holding pattern. I remember, not that this is anywhere near the same thing, but not even close. But I remember with TNA. I had just been working Kurt Angle for like seven months. It was a really cool storyline. It was finally time to get me to the finish line, uh, make me a world champion kind of guy, and they dropped the ball and then get me to the finish line. Not not Kurt's fault, but writer's fault. Yeah. Fincher, so um But I'll digress. <laughs> and they, but the, the holding pattern for me was the tag division with Sean Hernandez as tag team champions. And I remember going like. No one's gonna see that as, as, as like some like, like like a step up. They're gonna see that as we don't know what to do with Matt Morgan, so this is the next best thing. And that's kind of what I feel like they're doing with these guys. You know what I mean? It's either have the Shield come out and be the Shield or or, or don't. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. see them run roughshod over everybody and do what they normally do. I don't want to see them at tag team crap and, and all that other stuff. And if it is tag team, six man tags. You know that that, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what does
0: it say, Justin? What do you think it says when they put the belts on Cesaro and Sheamus and then they're getting defeated in these singles matches? I mean, is it just telegraphing, as Matt said, that the Shield's going to be back on top next week with Roman and Dean? Or with, uh, pardon me, Seth and Dean winning the tag titles back?
2: Yeah, yeah it's milking out and, and, and trying to extend for the, you know, the big the big payoff, so to speak. I mean, I look, this the, the Seth versus Cesaro match, I mean, two extremely talented guys. I, I tweeted during it, you know, I'm – I'm real big about guys they put up against Brock Lesnar, and you know Cesaro is somebody with his, he, he, you know he's he's not he's not a small guy. He's tall. He's built, uh, you know, very lean. He's a guy I could see positioned. And I would like to see positioned up against a Brock Lesnar for a one off because he has the strength and his, the agility. You know, these two guys are tremendous workers. But I'm going to be honest. I appreciate the work they did, but I'll be honest. I was actually bored. I was yeah. bored. This match was a three segment match, which is a, mm. that's just long. And when I know it means nothing, if not for who's the number one contender, right. there's no backstory story of, of a grudge, there's no type. I mean, I, I was, after a while, it's like, you know, how, how much great athleticism can I see? How much great work rate can I see? But I was just kind of bored. And I mean, I know that's not going to be a popular opinion, but I was bored.
0: I think that's fair. I mean, I think that's been our number one criticism of the tag division, is they run these matches into the ground, and the athleticism – the ring work unparalleled oh my god what a time to live in that we're spoiled with such great workers but if you right. don't put a story behind it and get us invested you know it doesn't have as much meaning
2: you know what the irony is the irony here is that the a bulk of fans will will complain and i'm there with them that raw is too long okay three hours is too long right mm-hmm. um it, but ironically the same elka fans that would that would be the most unhappy with the long format of three hours it's their favorites, the guys who have the high work rate, the guys that can work 30 minutes and, and, and not think anything of it that are benefiting from this long Raw because Raw needs these guys to go out and fill this time. You know, right. it's, it's no longer the days of four-minute TV matches. Now it's go out there and do 20, 25 minutes. We're going to cut to two commercial breaks, have a, have a stop point on each, right? I mean, that's the ironic thing here is that, is that, is that we're getting the, the great show, of, these, of this, this work rate, but what does it mean if, it, if, it's, if there's nothing behind it? it?
1: We'll get that once a sh- we'll hang, we'll get that maybe once a show maybe twice a show like like you said Rollins and Cesaro like I, I was I like the work actually I like the psychology of the match Cesaro put on some crazy pizza strength catching homeboy in a tilt or a slam off the top holy great. crap I can't begin to tell you how much strength that requires I would have torn my bicep doing that <laughs> <laughs> but like um and I could bench press six hundred pounds that's how crazy strong Cesaro is <laughs> but like like, they'll put that on with what you're saying, um, Justin, like, they'll do that kind of match, like, like I know what you're talking about, like, the high work rate, longer match, and it's benefiting those guys, the Rollins, the AJs, the Owens, the Sami Zayns of the world, yes, that we all want to see wrestle these long matches because they're so damn good, but they're only doing them like once or twice a show. What I get annoyed with out of three hours is like, I don't know, New Day backstage playing with himself for like five minutes, <laughs> or, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the annoying crap that, that, that Ugh. Like, like I, I'll take, you know what? Many wrestlers don't think this way or say this. They like the deep psychology, st- deeper storylines. And I do too, but we're not going to get them. So, you know what? I'll take the next best thing, which is a high work rated match. As markish as that sounds. Um, I, I do. I, I like watching the high athleticism matches because I myself couldn't do it. So I'm super entertained by a lot of these guys, um, especially when they get some time in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything with AJ in it, like, good Lord, I'll watch an hour of that um do you know what i mean and i just wish that they did that with the three hours you know you'll lose the cat you'll definitely lose those casual fans no question because they do want to see the grab ass stuff backstage they do want to see the annoying the stuff that i probably find annoying
0: you don't want to see more of Bo and curtis uh playing harmonica god how
1: horrible is that my hey, wife goes my wife goes is, is this really on tv <laughs> how did this make how did this shit make it TV? that's what she said and she hey. never curses
2: Let's look at the historical perspective here. We we have a Henig and we have a, a Wyndham relative playing music together. It's the West Texas rednecks come back here. Twenty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good call, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they weren't playing. Not
2: um, this crap. Is crap.
0: You, you don't say. You yeah. don't say they weren't playing, are huh, going? You know, it took me a minute when it started where I was like, and then I was like, no, they've got someone off off to the side there.
1: Um, <laughs> Jesse, yeah, Jesse James.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so most convoluted thing tonight. Backstage, uh, Kurt Angle with the cruiserweights explaining how this is going to work with the two fatal four ways the winner of the matches face off.
1: And I there, didn't understand it.
0: Yeah, okay, so there's going to be two fatal four ways, one that happened tonight, one next week. Then the next week after the winners of those matches will face off. And that will be the number one contender. Um, so much for you know whoever laid a hand on Enzo three weeks ago or a month ago. <laughs> uh, not being able to challenge. Love when they just throw continuity out that quickly. Um, but that set up that first fatal four-way for later in the night. Before that, Samoa Joe versus Titus O'Neil. Uh, Samoa Joe looking quite dominant tonight, taking out Titus and Apollo, uh, setting the stage for what would happen later in the night. Matt, how
1: do you think they're booking Samoa Joe? I was getting annoyed. I was like, oh, he's in the Braun Strowman holding pattern where he's just gonna dominate these no but not nobody, that's rude. But but lower level talent, low, lower on the card talent. Yeah. And uh, and I'm going, why is he like why is why is homeboy getting any offense? Like, why Joe? Why are you letting him punch you at all? Like, no, shut that shut that down. Your job is going to get over the monster. I don't care what they're telling you to do, just take over. And Sure enough, it led somewhere. So, you know, it led to the whole, you know, Roman thing, which I like. I like that a lot. That was fantastic.
2: Yeah, Titus' accountant is going to have no shortage of receipts there. I mean, Titus was laying a few in there and joe Good
1: for him for doing that, by the way. Seriously, that's how you – the agents backstage will pop for that. They'll see that. Like, this kid wants to do – he wants to work. He wants to get out there.
2: Absolutely. I mean, Matt, you know this better than than obviously between the three of us. I mean, it's 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 an alpha male kind of situation. I mean, so Titus going out there and just light and just rolling over—that's not going to do him anything. So I mean, right? You know, they they allowed, however, you know, the agent or Joe, whatever, they allowed Titus to get as much offense as he did. In, um, it was hard hitting. I you know, scrolling through social media, many I, I saw a lot of people saying this is the best showing they've ever seen of Titus. I mean, he's Good. a big guy, so Good. you know, you got he got a little. You know, a little credibility out of it. Obviously, he, he lost, which, which he should in, in the grand scheme of things. And, yeah, it ended up leading to something with Joe. So I thought I, this, this – I think Raw, to sum Raw up, I always we have more to go. But when Raw was on, Raw was on. But when it was down, it was down. I think this was a, a good bright spot because I got something out of this in that four or five minutes that I was not expecting to get. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the payoff later in the night really redeemed this segment and uh, greatly upgraded Samoa Joe's prospects going forward. Oh, and Justin, to your point or- earlier, uh, I would love to see Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar. I'm just afraid they would uh, book it tonight, like Oscar versus Dana Brooke. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, look,
2: and 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 if they if if they decided, like, okay, if they decided, um, if they decided, okay, we need Brock, we need a Rumble match for Brock, um, a one-off, you know, and and they've gone through, they've gone through, like, if they exactly. built. If, if they highlighted in the build Cesaro's free congratulations the league you know it, it, it could work I mean I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm sorry but guys like Finn and what have you just don't get me excited versus Brock just because they they Brock's the only guy they book with a certain believable sense still and so I'm very much about size but Cesaro, 6465 has a strength you know he wouldn't win but you could get through that match and still make him be elevated and make him like okay he just you know he went you know 10 minutes with Brock or whatever they give him I, I would that's could, a one off I could buy.
1: You could pull him out of any scenario, in my opinion, Cesaro, any storyline, no matter how ridiculous. And you, he's always good for a main, a believable main event. He just is.
2: The toughest, like, thing, the toughest yeah. thing, though, is that is the talking in the building. You know, I, I he, he's much more of a C to get me into the building than he is a talk. So that's but if, sure. if you work in Brock, you have the benefit of Heyman who can talk, right
1: yeah yeah and you and what you do is you do the whole feats of strength shit leading up to it with, with Cesaro you just continue to make him to his suplex from outside of the ring into the ring with bigger opponents like Braun Strowman someone along those lines you keep building on that you just keep building upon that and you actually have Cesaro leave Brock laying on because Brock is selling his tail off lately so I'd see him doing that for him um Before leading into that pay-per-view. Everyone knows Brock ain't gonna lose that, but that's not the point. The point is to be entertained by the you know, Cesaro versus him and what kind of hard hitting match that's gonna provide, knowing that Cesaro ain't gonna back down and he's gonna lay stuff in and he's gonna be strong as hell doing it. I don't know. I think you could easily steal one with him. Yeah.
2: And there's also a misconception, and Matt, I don't know if you know Brock or what you but like there's a misconception that people people are like, oh, like Brock won't do but he won't lose. Like Brock doesn't care. Brock knows how tough he is. Pay him. He's the yeah. one. Whatever
1: you ask him to do. So, hundred percent. This is the most I've ever seen him sell. Yeah. Like honestly, Brock has sold a lot more than I expected him to to be. So
0: yeah, a lot more. Well, they put him up against three great opponent, three great opponents in a row, right? I mean, between Braun, Samoa Joe, and AJ.
1: But like even the stuff with AJ, he, when it was yeah. time for him to sell, for him he sold for him. Yeah, where the Brock that I knew would never have done that. Never, he would have been making AJ hit the ropes three hundred times just to get him like to, to 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 drop to a knee with a tackle spot. Like yeah. that's the Brock I remember when John Cena was supposed to hit him with a tackle in one of our tag matches once. Brock was supposed to bounce, and Brock like yelled at him to hit him again, hit the ropes again like two more times. <laughs> like like, and that, that's how I learned to protect my size out of that one match. I'll never forget it. Like Brock used that as a demonstration for me on how to use big man psychology. And I don't care what's written. I don't care what's being said. You've got your first job is to protect your size because that's what makes you a commodity. And I don't care who you're in the ring with. If you're bigger than them, they've got to work to chop you down. That was his, I swear to you, he said that before the match. And he did it in the middle of the match on TV. I was like, holy shit, like he's over, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we
0: got the first sighting tonight of Paige, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Um, supposed to be a match. Supposed to be Paige's first match back. Against Sasha banks Bailey and Mickey James
1: mm-hmm.
0: Matt what do you make of this Just beating down Bailey and Mickey backstage and then Sasha okay. uh, and
1: group wait, up. Wait, waiting for waiting for her to come back you know I, they're missing a lot of money on the table with her as a baby face right mm-hmm. but they had no heels mm-hmm. right who they had that's a that's a believable heel and and, and whatnot I, I don't know I just think they missed the boat making our heel but Nonetheless, she's done a great job with it, and I really want to see badly Paige versus Asuka. Badly. Um, I don't like the fact that she's got the other two chicks with her. They're going to help. It's going to help those other two, no question. They're going to get the rub out of this. I just I don't know. That between that stuff and they're doing on SmackDown, the same mirror image, you know what I mean? Uh, Three-woman three team over there as well. It's just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Justin, what you think? And are you disappointed that they're called absolution instead of team PMS? <laughs> Someone talked Vince out of that. You know, backstage they were like, Vince, we can't do it, man. We just Stephanie had to pull him aside and be like, Dad, this is just counter counterproductive, you know?
2: PMS sounds familiar. Um now, yeah, you know, um, You know, I like the psychology of, you know, of, of seeking destroy and attacking, you know, Bailey and and Mickey backstage. That's fine. Paige's initial comments are fine. You know, she's back. She's got to reintroduce herself, remind people what her motivations are. Mm -hmm. You know, the girls are young. So, I mean, I don't want to be too hard on them. But, yeah, when, when Andy and and Sonia started talking, things just, like, it just lagged. And I don't know if those nerves, I don't know if those, the fans doing the what chance mess with them. It just... It kind of took everything off of a rhythm, um, but like Matt said, it, it's weird. You know, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown live last week because I was traveling. I mean, I saw both of them eventually, but I saw SmackDown before I saw Raw, and so then when I realized that we had, I was like, wait a minute, I was like there is two trios. Like, just read. <laughs> that is weird to me. Like, it's almost like that. That would have made sense if this happened four weeks earlier, and we were building the Survivor Series where they do like the, the mm. bragging rights thing. But the fact that we just come out of the brand war and we're doing the mirrored thing is kind of odd to me. But the only thing I can figure is that I think they're adding depth to the women's division in terms of the people we get TV time familiarity with. Because I've said it for over a year. I'm sure I'm not the only one. I think the only one is a women's Royal Rumble. And so you, if, even if you do a 20 Rumble, you still need you uh, you know you still need more girls that have TV time familiarity with the fans. You can have a couple surprises, but or nostalgia acts. But I think they are just bulking the depth up for a January Rumble.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It seems a logical place. I mean, I don't be- know what they're gonna do tomorrow on SmackDown, hopefully not the exact same thing again.
2: Because if you look prior to the prior to these two trios introductions, um, I mean, just taking away Bliss and taking away Charlotte, the two title holders who wouldn't be in the Rumble anyways for logic, they only had yes. like seventeen girls that are on the main and obviously even some of them, you know, you're talking the Dana Brooks of the world. So like they needed some more girls to even just fill out twenty. If they want to go to thirty, you can pull a you can pull a Trish Stratus, pull some Nostalgia acts out. But I think that's what they're. I think they're just padding the roster just for a rumble.
1: Yeah is, it, is this the definite thing?
2: They haven't they haven't said it or confirmed it. I mean, I, I I've heard for a while they want to do it. And it makes sense. You know, they started the woman's Money in the Bank, and and they've you know they've done more and more. That's true. You know, the gimmicks around the women. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Who do you think comes back? Matt, who's your pick for the nostalgia pick for the Women's Rumble?
1: Oh boy, Lisa Marie, for sure. Victoria. Um, if they can get her, Trish, Lita. Um, let's not forget. Listen, let's not forget oh, awesome calm coming off the globe. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I think karma is going to. That would reappear. be
1: great, but are they ready to run with her because she's going to get a great reaction and, and not have her come back full time? You know what I mean?
0: She doesn't need the WWE at this point. With, she got that glow money coming in,
1: you know. Mm, I hope so. I hope that's the truth. She's an awesome person. Um, who else was I gonna say? Uh, you know, what would be a good idea is to bring in. I don't know what Velvet Sky's got to do. I don't know what Madison Rain's got to do. Mm. Like, why are not they getting looks? Especially Madison Rain. She can go.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll see. He'll be here
0: before we know it. But. Uh... I, that's the foregone conclusion online i don't even think it's a rumor i just think everybody thinks that's what's happening and sure as hell yeah, makes sense
1: the female rumble right yeah yeah Freeze out uh,
0: um so let's talk tonight about the other big development mm-hmm. uh matt hardy got a little more broken bray wyatt came out gave sort of a to hell with you all promo uh mm-hmm. beat matt hardy and the matt Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I mean, he was sort of mouthing delete or doing it off mic, but this was the most showcased, right? I mean, I've seen him do it at live events, but I don't think it's been this overt up front and center with the delete and then the announcers saying it looks looks, uh, like he's breaking.
1: They've they've, they've touched on it a few times in the beginning. Like, I I, want to say like a few months in, but not like this. You're, You're right. Uh, It's the most I've heard them talk about as far as the announcers go. But he really does look broken. Matt looks busted. His body looks to his movement. There's something wrong with him, I'm telling you. He's not not claiming an injury, and I know he's injured somewhere in his hip or something like that. I can see it. Every time he hits the ropes, and he even hit a moonsault tonight. I'm like, Matt, what are you doing? You know, he's a tough dude, man. Jeff gets all the credit for being the Daredevil and guy who never gets hurt for doing stuff, but, like, Matt too, man.
2: Yeah, Matt did. Yeah. Matt did. I don't know how many. At least five delete <laughs> motions in a row. Which up until this point, he had done two at the most. And then, and then he would, when, when they would come out, you know, he would do two at the most, and that was it. I mean, it. The bad thing was, like, how do you know that? I, I, I've kept. Well,
1: I, I, I <laughs> since they're counting. Well, no! I'm I, not gonna lie. I want to see him do it too. So I'm paying attention. Yeah. I
2: swear. <laughs> I, I've I've kept track for reasons, but yeah, he he did a he did a bunch, and and it's funny because like. Half the crowd was with it. Half the crowd was doing it. <laughs> the other half of the crowd was, like, looking like, is Matt Hardy having a shoulder spasm? What is happening? <laughs> they were – Tennessee wasn't with it all the way. Man.
0: yeah, Interesting crowd tonight.
2: It was booked. It was booked like an indie show. He had the local guy Kane selling all the local tickets to. So you got to put them on last so people don't leave early. That was booked like an indie show. You know, he had his. He had his. Yeah, I think he has a political <laughs> after party going on as we speak.
0: Yeah, that was crazy, man. Uh, Is that really so, true?
2: Yeah, he has a thing at. I think it's called Calhoun's. He had a thing he's been promoting tonight. It's like an it's like a like a a rally based around his his politics uh, and then his support his campaign support. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Justin, you want to take a moment, to tell everyone about this week's sponsor?
2: Absolutely. Of course, we're being brought to you by Stamps.com. And you know, look, it's, it's Cyber Monday right now. Everything's online. Holidays are coming. Post office is crowded. That's why we encourage you to go to Stamps.com instead. Uh, you, everything you can do at the post office, you can do right there at the convenience of your desktop on Stamps.com. Buy and print an official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. Unlike the post office, stamps.com never closes. So when you need postage, you can get it 24-7. You can get a four-week trial, which includes postage in a digital scale. Head over to stamps.com, stamps.com, excuse me, click the radio microphone at the top of the page and type in INC, and you'll get your trial.
0: Excellent. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Uh so tonight, first of the fatal four ways to help determine, I guess, the two contenders that will face off to become the number one contender for the Cruiserweight title. Man, that's a mouthful. Uh, Kira Tozawa versus Noam Dar versus Rich Swan versus Ari Davari. Matt, are you invested in this, or is it just more of, a, you know, now it's bringing out the dancing dogs?
1: Dancing dogs, I don't care.
0: <laughs> Justin, were you happy to see Rich Swan pick up a win here?
1: No, I didn't really care
2: either. I, 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 for as great as WWE's production is, as we we're talking about this thing's so convoluted, why couldn't we put up a freaking full-screen graphic to show me some kind of bracket of how this is going down? I, I, I was trying to keep score at home. I gave up. I went and left the room for a minute. Um, yeah, I, I just—I've said it before, you know. Kudos to Enzo for increasing the 205 live viewership. You know, he's got all this heat that we hear about, and if he does, it's—it's it's made people buy into his heel gimmick even more. So whatever. I just say it again. When you're billing these guys as 205 or less, you're billing them as inferior. When I can watch Kevin Owens or A.J. Styles or Cesaro or whoever Finn Balor, who are billed as main event heavyweights do the same style mm-hmm. as these guys. Mm-hmm. All I know about 205 live is that these guys are inferior. That's all and all I know is that they're they are, yeah. they potentially the same size as the person in the crowd you're trying to have buy a ticket. So hey, look. Cruiserweights at 96 worked. Kevin Nash wasn't going to do any of this shit. But today in 2017, it was 2018, it's a totally different thing. So I, I just I have a hard time getting invested in the 205 Live. And it's not uh, – I don't want to knock or take credit away from the, the guys busting their ass because it's, it's no. no fault to them. It's just how they're being labeled. Yeah. You know?
0: I'm surprised they didn't bring out Hideo Itami if he's going to 205 Live that they didn't. Use this as a chance. I mean, is he debuting tomorrow? Is that the...
2: I don't know, but Glenn, I'm going to be honest. It, yeah. it, like, so you have, the two five li- you have the two or five live <laughs> show, and then they, let, then they let him do these... They, they give him these couple-segment cameos, we'll call them on Raw. I have such a hard time keeping track of who's... All, like, uh, TJ Perkins was the... Wasn't he, like, the first... I think he was, he was the first champion, He's right? the original champion, right. yeah. We haven't seen him in two months. Like, I just... I can't keep track of who there is. I, I don't... I don't know. I just... And I hate it because it makes me sound like such a – it makes me sound so ungrateful and unintelligent about what these guys put themselves through. And I know they put themselves through, but I just don't buy into it. Not their fault, but the presentation is not there for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, they give us one, maybe two characters in the entire division to really get to know and care about. They did silly storylines, and most weeks, yeah, it's the dancing
2: dogs. You know who the best 205 Live guy was? Maybe before Enzo was gentleman, Gentleman Jack Gallagher.
1: He's, he, he got, got over. The best
2: guy, and you want to know why? You want to know who approved it, gentleman Jack Alaher. He was the only cruiserweight that got to go into the Royal Rumble. Now, what freaking sense does it make for a cruiserweight to be in the Royal Rumble? The winner of the Rumble gets a world title shot. Well, he's two or five live or less. He can't have a world title shot. But Vince, is put that the rule? Because he's entertaining, and he had the great, Elf right. and the great umbrella spot with Jericho. He was entertaining. He's a character. I don't have to see him wrestle. I could watch his entrance, and I'm entertained. I right. can't stand by the rest of those
1: guys. Is that really the rule?
2: Well, you figure in Rumble, like the winner gets to have a world title shot and if he... You
1: can't but 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 the cruiser weights, the two oh five guys can't wrestle for the world title? Ever?
2: Well up to now no, they're they're only allowed to fight for the two oh five left title cause, they're, 'cause it's a weight class.
1: I, okay, I just thought I made them eligible to wrestle for two oh five weight class. No sh- I didn't know that.
2: Well they've never let me this way, Matt, they've never said it. So there is the loophole that they could eventually like they could take Enzo back up if they wanted to. But by the way they presented, it makes it sound like a weight class to where if you're two-a-five, yeah. you shouldn't be able to compete against Brock Lesnar.
1: It wouldn't matter anyway. They're both so inferior anyway. They had something going with Austin Aries and uh, what's his name? Uh, Neville. Uh, Neville. That was pretty great. I love that angle a lot. Um, yeah. They put a little Gallagher sprinkled in there as well, if you remember. That was the my opinion the best all around. Not, not to the whole division, but, but anybody from that division at the time. It was at its highest peak for me as far as interest goes. But I will admit, when Enzo turned heel and went on that show, I started watching and fast-forwarded to all his segments only.
0: Yeah, and it's weird you know? they didn't have him do anything tonight except stand backstage, look on, yeah. Yeah. and uh, shout while he wasn't even mic'd. It's very weird. <laughs> it's just do something with it or let it die. Like, don't, just don't let it die this slow, painful death. I don't think it does anyone's, does anyone any favors. Um, so Elias came out, had the Miztourage. There was a song. There was another song. It went on forever. Mm -hmm. It was not very good. And it's being kind. Roman Reigns came out, and he and Elias had a match. Matt, did this live up to all you thought it could be?
1: (laughs) Um... I told you, I know everyone likes Elias. I, I just, I don't know. I Does don't,
0: everyone like Elias?
1: Yes. you and Raj love him. I, uh, uh,
0: but like in an anti way, like, like if he's an Andy Kaufman bit, that's how I admire Elias. Like, I can't believe he's this committed to doing something
1: that yeah. is just painfully bad. I just hate the guitar gimmick. I don't know why. I don't like it. I've never liked it. Honky talk, man. Like that was the last time. I just don't like it. I don't know. I think it's so dated and he's done a good job. Don't get me wrong. He's, when, w- no, I can't admit it, because my wife said exactly what I was thinking. Am I really watching this stuff? Is this, is this bleep really on TV right now? That was the quote, and she's right. I was thinking the same damn thing. Yeah. I mean, it's heat, but
0: is that the kind of heat you want someone to get as a heel?
1: I don't know, just there's the, the, the argument's going to be that the mainstream people clicking through or whatever go stop and laugh at that, and I'm like, no, they're not.
0: Because everybody loves that one scuzzy-looking dude that just plays guitar and his own original songs. <laughs> like, people are going to go, I don't get enough of this shit when I walk downtown or wait for the bus or the subway. I want to see this on the
1: USA Network. <laughs> when it's time for him to kick his heat in, by the way, I just want to say this. He is—he's actually good. He's good in the ring. He—he's much better than I thought he was. Uh, he being Elias. When it's time for him to get steam on somebody, he lays his stuff in and he—he t- he, he switches gears the right way. Just as a heel, the most one of the most important things you need to learn is how to switch gears in during your heat. One, two—the babyface kicks out. Your job is to kick it in the fifth gear right then and there and turn up the heat on your opponent. And he does a very good job at that. His intensity is—is is there. It's just—I don't know. I don't know what my disconnect is with him. I, I, can't, I don't know what it is. What uh, What'd you think of the match itself? It, it, it serviceable. I mean, it did what it is. I don't think Roman Reigns should be wrestling. It. I, Elias, you, you know what I mean? I would have liked to have seen somebody else, but I don't know.
0: Well, thank God I it's would... not the feud with that ending, with Samoa Joe coming out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Justin, what do you think Elias' future is in the WWE?
2: I mean, I like the momentum he has so far. I mean, and I'll be very honest. I'm, 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 I'm super biased. I mean, he's a Pittsburgh guy. You know, he he was our world champion here for the with the company I work with. So, I mean, I I
0: like
2: oh, I feel well really? So, like, I you know, me seeing him put on more muscle, me seeing him get this time. You know, again, I have that that, that band. Yeah. Thing. Okay. So, but,
0: what was his gimmick then? What was his gimmick before? Yeah. So, when
2: he was here in Pittsburgh. He wrestled as Logan Shulo, uh, which is a take on his real last name, and he was the heavy metal Jesus. He was baby face, had the hair, had the beard, he, um, had a more traditional wrestling tight look. He had the the the, the short tights. Uh, you know, he didn't have the the, the drifter right. look. Um, he was you know had the hair flowing. He had the girls behind him. He could do a little high flying if he needed to. Um, you know, so to. This gimmick is taking. I mean, he he is he is an actual musician. He does like to play guitar. That's that, that's a thing of his. So like, but I'm 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 with Matt to the point of it's. I've never been big on guitar gimmicks, from Tonky Tonk to to Jeff Jarrett to whomever. But I think he's making the most out of it. Like, and, and again, I have to say tonight. I mean, the fact that he was able to sh- stretch out what he did, get the crowd chanting for Roman, which is not easy to do. Um, yeah, you know, I, I hope I hope that he evolves, which he has. When he started NXT, he was the oh character. yeah, yeah, and, and they've evolved him. And so I hope he eventually evolves away from the whole having to introduce himself and singing and all whatever that. Like, but for the most part, I mean, I, I think the guy. He let me put it this way. And I know I've rambled here. So coming from NXT, these guys end up having you know the, the studs in NXT have such pressure on them when they get called up because they, they're over in that small intimate repeat crowd environment, and now when you got to put him in front of 10,000 people in a different city every night, it's not always the case. He didn't have that kind of fanfare. You know, he was an NXT world champion. He wasn't dominating NXT. He kind of Mm -hmm. snuck under the radar when he came to the main roster, and that's the best thing for him. There hasn't been that expectation on him like there has been for some of the other guys.
1: Yeah, and I want to see him evolve into Al Vagabondo again. That was my favorite one.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, Roman won that and then attacked by Samoa Joe after. So, looks like that's where we're headed. So weird without a pay-per-view coming up. I feel like a lot of this stuff, I mean, are they really- I don't notice a difference, bro.
1: I don't notice a difference. I'll be honest.
0: Well, what's the payoff? You know what I mean? Like, I think with the pay-per-view, we know that everything has a three or
1: four-week build. Okay, we see Joe versus Roman now being set up. We see the tag titles now being set up. Yeah. Those are the ma- the, the, the championships should be the major storyline. Oftentimes they're not. But right here, they're letting us know they are, um, for once. Um, except for Brock. Um, and um, I don't notice a difference. I'll be very honest. How many times do we say with three weeks before a pay-per-view or two weeks before a pay-per-view, eh, that's always our reaction. Yeah. The a whole show as a whole. It's always a C. I want somebody to look up the statistics on this, uh, the fans watching this. How many times have I given this show a C-minus or a C-plus? That's what I feel like I say almost every week. I'm not being a douche about it. I'm just being honest. I'm trying to be, you know, little eleven year old Matt Morgan watching wrestling when I watch this show. Or, or older adult Matt Morgan watching this show. And I cannot too many entire guys. Too,
2: too many pay per views.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, the average quality,
0: C being average, the average quality now is probably the best that it's been in. In 20 ring years. work, it is no yeah. question. Yes. Yeah. I mean, short of the time when Matt Morgan was uh, on SmackDown, of course. But uh, since then, definitely a high point. Um, But, yeah, I think my question with the longer pay-per-view and the build-up to the Rumble is, does that mean we're not going to get a three- or four-week feud cycle? Instead, we're going to have an eight-week drawn-out version of these feuds. You know what I mean? I like something
1: more accelerated. Maybe maybe not. Look what they did with Glenn or with Kane. Yeah. You know, they brought, they brought him in, and I don't, I don't see him coming back from this. I hope he's not coming back from this. I don't oh, yeah. know. But um, that was, that was, the entire thing was to set up, you know, the monster among men, right, to get his retribution, to do his thing at the end. It was annoying that Kane stole a bunch of main events along the way, in my opinion, and I'm the biggest Kane fan on the planet. He's my second favorite wrestler next to The Undertaker, you know, as a kid. But he should not be in the main events. Hmm. And he should not be destroying Finn Balor's. He should not be – you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I know he's bigger. I know it makes sense psychology-wise. It's just if you're going to go in this direction with a with younger talent, then you've got to go all the way in. You cannot one week make them look like superheroes and then the next week make them look like what it really looks like to many of us physically watching a 7-foot man destroy a 5-foot 11 man. I see physically why that makes sense. But you just for weeks and weeks were calling this dude the demon and all these other other, other things, and he's supposed to be the first universal champion. He's a main event act who right now is not in the main event. That kind of a thing. Then go that way. Yeah. You know you can't keep going back and forth because as soon as he gets squashed by someone like Kane, it's a it's a reminder again of the size differential. So of these guys are tiny. These kids, you know, look like pubescent little teenagers in the <laughs> ring. And, you know what I mean? These main, that, it's true. The, the, today's superstars are incredibly young looking. They just are. Half of them don't look like they been in a real fight in their life. There's no scar. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Everyone takes care of themselves better. That's just the, the, this how it works. But there is a disconnect with me when I watch a lot of this. Yeah. Well,
2: well and Matt, you said the reality. In WWE's booking mind, Finn Balor is a middle-of-the-road guy who's going to get beat by seven-foot Kane and be disposable to get to Kane and Braun. It takes the demon to be somebody... Always wins, and that's that. And that I said this a long time ago. That's going to be the biggest issue that they're going to have to deal with. Is you know, they they seem seem somewhat committed to protect this demon character when he brings it out. When it when when the when the story gets to a point where he needs to reach in and find that demon in him, but otherwise, Finn Balor just loses. So that's that's a you know, we've seen alter egos before with Mick Foley, we've seen alter egos with Kane, we've seen alter egos. But this one, the way they've done it so far, is a huge challenge for Finn Balor to overcome. So.
1: really is. He guy's incredible shape. He's an incredible athlete. I love his work. He's another one who's improved uh, when it's time to start turning this steam up on his opponent. He gets aggressive as hell um, yeah. from what he used to be, work like. And um, I don't know. If you can do it with AJ, I, I, I know Finn's not the same as AJ, but if you can do this with AJ, you can do this with Finn. As far as making it believable. I just watched AJ Styles take it to Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? And I believed AJ had a chance. I said this right after the pay-per-view. Call me a mark, call me whatever you want. I believed AJ had a chance to win that match. I was hoping he would. But um, he started throwing in the forearms at the end of Brock. He was laying it in hard. And he looked like he had a chance. Not like an underdog chance, but looked like he belonged in there with the friggin' beef. Which is incredible when you think about the size differential. It's all about how these guys protect their size on the smaller aspect of the, uh, the spectrum. You know, you don't have to be the biggest guy in the room to make your stuff believable. My Half my punches look like ass. You know, I had to always show my ass with a lot of my punches early in my career because they were horrible. Whereas somebody was like half my size, I'll give you one right now. Mickey James had better punches than I did when we were in Ohio Valley wrestling. Her punches looked a thousand times more believable than mine. She'd cock back, she threw a wicked uppercut, it looked good. Mine did not. So therefore, she looked like she can kick someone's ass. I did not, as menacing and big as I was. You see what I'm saying? So, like, it, you, As a smaller person, you absolutely can <sighs> counterbalance the suspension of disbelief that just because you're short doesn't mean you have a fighting chance against someone bigger. So with back to Finn, they've got to do that with him because he, he has the work to do it. He can do it. But they cannot continue to throw him out there and have him lose to the Kane. destroyed by Kane and treated like a jobber against Kane. Yeah, that was weird tonight. Very. I agree. They They I feel like then they just do it with him last week too. they been, did, yeah.
0: I feel like it's been a couple times. I mean, you been treating Finn very poorly, considering he's the first Universal Champion. <laughs> um right. So tonight, speaking of being treated poorly, uh, Dana Brooke got on TV again.
1: But uh, <laughs> that was hilarious! 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 I, I literally was laughing out loud at this entire thing. It
0: was a cool move. Oscar did oh, that. Yeah. That was really cool it kind of made sense that it was over so quick. Um, But I would say, man, I mean, my thought before the other girls came out was, you know, is Dana going to get released tomorrow? I mean, this is just, uh, Hmm. it was bad. It was very bad. Um, She'll probably keep her around. She'll probably be the first woman eliminated from the Rumble. Um, Hmm. But yeah, so after that, Asuka gets confronted by Paige, Mandy, and Sonya. So we see Paige again a second time. Now, do you think that was the right way to go, Matt, in ending that standoff? That way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For a second, I was like, something's going to give here. I was predicting, even though they were new, newly formed together, the trio, that they were going to back down, but Paige would have been the one to pull the other two girls off the apron and kind of be like, "Nah, we'll do this when we're ready kind of a thing because the heel yeah. can always get their heat back. Babyface cannot. And um, I don't know. I think Asuka has a cocky look on her face that she got away with it tonight being the one to kind of – she didn't flee the ring, but she got out of there, right? Um, I would have liked to have seen her stood her ground as crazy as that sound. Three versus one. Why would three back down? Because they're heels. That's why they can do whatever they want. They can act like chicken shit when they need to be. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Asuka pulled her part off when a lot of baby faces would have been buried for um, getting out of the ring in that situation.
0: Yeah. Justin, Where do you think? Uh, do you think this builds anything or they put a pin in it for now?
2: I think it could, and it should. As we just said a few minutes ago, they have a lot of time to kill before Rumble, before the next February Raw, only pay-per-view. And, to, you know, Matt, I agree with everything that Matt said. You know, it was peculiar because, obviously, you don't, especially especially Mandy and Sonya, the two that are new to everybody, you don't want them to go right in and get immediately shit-canned by Asuka. Okay. They're, they're, they're still supposed to be, you know, we we haven't, you know, we, we're still protecting them. But, you know, Asuka sold it as if, like, now, now I'm wondering, like, okay, like, are they going to try to recruit Asuka? Like, you know, because Asuka kind of, like, so, you know, Asuka just kind of backed off, kind of smiled. So, like, are they going to try to recruit Asuka? Is she going to try to pick her spot to get, to, to, you know, like, so actually, this left me with a lot of good questions that I was intrigued by, which is, like, what's the motive? But they didn't hurt anybody. You know, Asuka, as Demet said, Asuka pulled it off very well.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think it's too soon to, to put them in a feud with each other just because Paige and Asuka, neither of them can, can lose right now. Um, I think it would be a mistake. So we'll see where it goes. But, uh, yeah, we got time. That's for sure. Uh, so this ending segment started as Kane versus Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan hurts his knee, gets counted out. Kane wins. Finn Balor comes out. Finn and Kane get into it. Kane hits Finn with a chair. Finn wins by DQ. Then Braun Strowman comes out and gets payback on Kane. Um, Matt, what did you think of the style of doing this? These
1: overlapping Three, uh, fights? three, three opponents for Kane. I thought that was yeah. a, lo- a lot to believe that everybody's that invested in Kane. I, I'm being honest. I hate saying that.
0: Like this dude's yeah.
1: action figure, I still have to this day. That, that that's what a huge Kane mark I've been my whole like life as a kid. Same with Take It, right? Those are my top two dogs, like I keep saying. So I hate saying anything negative about him. I do. And a fellow politician, right? Yeah. But um, nonetheless, he – I don't like seeing – Like. It's not the same. This is definitely not the same level of analogy, by the way. When I but what I'm about to say, so let me pre- preface it with this, with that before I begin. But like Dr. J, I remember watching out of his prime play, and it was hard to watch. Michael Jordan come back with the Wizards. He, he lit it up a few times, did his thing, but he was not the old MJ, right? It's like there's a time when you just gotta go and, and not come back. You know what I mean? And I don't know Kane. You can always go back to because he's a he's a monster. He's a mask. He's a bodysuit, right? So if he's terribly out of shape, you're not really gonna tell. And plus Glenn always keeps himself in decent shape. I am just saying it's a new generation, it's a new era, and they need to stick with it. They don't need to keep going back to these other guys. They just don't.
0: Maybe you should pass the mask as it were.
1: Yeah, Braun. Yeah, like I mean, I keep thinking there's gonna be this passing of the torch to the next big man. I thought Big Show did it to Braun and outgates, you know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: And and what Matt just said right there is you know, there's so. And like Braun's the real deal. You know, Roman. You know, we tout they they tout the Roman Reigns is the next guy, Roman Reigns is the next Cena, whatever. That's that's a that's a debate we could do a lot of a lot of. But to me, Braun Strowman's the guy. Braun Strowman's the guy who he's walking through an airport. I'm little, I, that's somebody I know is a big deal. Braun Strowman's the guy to where you can bring right. somebody who never watches into the living room and they're gonna sit there and watch him because he just you know, and it's not it's not a Fifa Buffon. The guys. Yeah. Athletic, the guy. The guy had less than twenty matches in NXT, and not one of them were on TV before they brought him up. This guy has learned quick, and I thought Big Show had passed that big man torch to, to what matches said. So bringing Kane back into the fold was bizarre because it's like you, you don't need any more rub to give from big guys, and it's not like WWE had a whole lot of great big guys in the first place. To you know, you have you have Taker, you have Kane, big Show, you know, you don't there's not a lot of big guys that, that have the credibility to give the rub. So when Big Show did it right, cage spots and everything, and the ring breaking, yeah. what more do you need? I mean, so I, I agree with I agree with Matt. I don't know. You know, Kane's always been Kane's always been a, 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 in shape. He's, he's a smart worker. He's a safe worker. His injury or lack thereof shows it. But he's also been always been able to be masked by the supernatural, by the special effects. And I feel like they're moving away from that, and they're like letting him just be a man. Yeah, and that's not doing any favors to a guy who's forty-seven right. years old or whatever he is. Good call, actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we'll see uh, tonight. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised after tonight if we don't see him on TV again for we shouldn't yeah. he
2: backpedaled. Kane backpedaled and I could <laughs> see his mouth like saying he he begged like he was nineteen eighty seven Ric Flair. Seriously. What the hell was that about?
1: And screaming in the corner with his neck. He did a great job selling, but it was a different game than I've seen. High pitch yelling and everything, if you really I listened. Did. Yeah. It was weird.
0: Well, if this was his last uh, run, you know, probably better this than corporate Kane to preserve the legacy.
1: Braun I hate Undertaker. corporate I, I hate corporate Kane. I'm sorry. I hate that, by the way. Sorry. Braun versus Undertaker. Great.
2: <sighs> I smell
1: it. I love it.
0: Matt, you we were just saying about Kane showing his age. You don't think Undertaker? but I mean, the Dead Man's not a nickname at this point.
1: <laughs> Here's the whole thing. The whole build to it. The whole build to it would be so exciting, right? And he does use the supernatural. And, and and more importantly, he just has to do one match. That's all we need. One match. No, no uh, uh, like, three or five matches. No wrestling three guys in the main event. And still, you know, none of that crap. Just a one Mania match. Taker is so goddamn over as this, you know, the standard bearer, right? As far as big man go, he's the top of them all. He's the best big man of all time, and it's different when it's we're talking Undertaker now. It just is, and it's again one match, and we're building to it, right? It'd be a great build. I would love to watch it.
2: Taker's gonna be at Raw twenty-five in January. They got to start building to the Mania. I'm convinced he's doing to the Mania. It, oh, great! If we if we start to take our pad of paper and do our 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 fantasy booking of who's going where Yeah. It seems, it seems that Braun needs a, a big match. You know, this is Braun Strowman. He needs a big match. He's not going to be shoved in some battle Royal. So, you know, we're going to be back in new Orleans where the streak was broken. You have Braun Strowman say, last time you were in new Orleans, your streak was broken. This time in new Orleans, your career and your life's going to be
1: broken. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, what about who's Brock? Oh, we assuming Brock is going against uh what's his name? Roman is the rumor why can't that change Is good, you know? But they screwed up Braun versus Brock the first time, by the way. I,
2: I, I agree. It. Absolutely, I agree. Then Braun should have done it right there, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. he should have. That was so good. There's so many times that he had so much momentum. Do you remember, all right, we never, we, we never talked, obviously, Justin, but, like, remember when he got hit, what, what was it, he got hit by the ambulance, in the ambulance and got crushed? Yeah. Do you remember when he, like, walked out of that? That was his Austin 316 moment, and those idiots missed it.
2: No, you're right. There, there, there's a, and I, I part of this I blame on the too much content. They have too much content to fill, but like they're they're they are not as, well-timed as there, well timed as they are times where like they need to capitalize and just give it to the guy, and then yes. they, they, they do it five months later. You know, it's just
0: yes, At Mania Roman's gonna win it. They're gonna give him the belt. Vince is gonna come and put a crown on his head. The crowd's gonna carry him out onto Bourbon Street, march him down in an impromptu parade. And the coronation of Roman Reigns will be complete.
1: You know what? You know what sucks about that though is Roman has got Roman is so darn good in the ring. Like he Absolutely. doesn't gets enough credit for it. Any match he's in, he more than does his part. He's he's not just a plausible main eventer. He earned. He's an he's earned his spot. He has. It's just the little things he does along the way that that kind of hurts him a little bit. And it's WWE for shoving him down our throat. But we all seem to forget. We asked for him. We asked for him out of the three Shield members. Although I like, bro, I've always stated. I wanted, what's his name out of the, the, the shield? Uh, um, not Rollins, even. Uh, uh, Ambrose. Ambrose, because I, I like his promos. Um, but we all asked for Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? It is just, it's just a horrible job. And again, them mistiming when a guy is white hot with the whole Daniel Bryan situation and missing the boat completely on that. Yeah. You know, they lost their next John Cena because of it, because they don't listen to the crowd. And when they do, they're a little bit late to deliver.
2: I go back. I've gone back and said a while. That, that rumble a few years ago in Philadelphia that, that Reigns won that had the, the famous package, they brought Brian back, and Brian came in like number 15, and he was eliminated by like number 20. I have said over and over that they would have waited, not advertised Brian for that rumble, and brought Brian back the next night on Raw. So that way Reigns does not have the heat from the fans of, he won it when Brian should have. That could have, that could have changed the trajectory of everything.
1: Oh my God! Yes, yeah. maybe
2: one of the best things for Reigns would be they need they need to just fabricate something backstage and leak it to the internet. They Reigns and Vince have a huge blowout. If we find out that happens, then all of a sudden <laughs> we'll find Reigns like, okay, go you, you go Roman, you tell him You know, like that'll be what that'll be the best thing for him.
0: that last summer. That made him more interesting and more human when he had the wellness violation. I mean, that was a different shade. You know, yeah.
1: Why? What are you talking about? Why? Uh,
0: well, because I think it was this idea that went against the the preconceived notion that he was just going to be the guy. That was the thing. I was like, "Oh my god, this dude, was taking bad. Adderall." Yeah. Ooh. No, I'm not saying it's bad, but it. it Wait, is that uh, is that
2: what is that is that what Adderall pops on, on their test?
1: If yeah, and, w- and what's not fair is you can have a prescription for it. Like, I have ADD, but I'm not. I, I can't medicate for it, obviously, but. Some ADD people do need it. My nephew uses it, works great for him. Others can't abuse it. Um, his for some reason popped on it. No one can ever give me an honest answer as to what really happened with it, but it was Adderall to my understanding. Yeah, that's ridiculous, and that doesn't make him human. it make the I don't know. Are you, are you saying because okay, he's not that much of the golden boy because they popped him? Is what you're saying?
0: Yeah, in the storyline, it. it- uh, put a hiccup in the step and it allowed some story to happen. And when, look, remember how excited you were when it was uh, Finn versus Roman for yeah. the thing? And we were all, oh my God, Finn won, because everyone thought it was like, mm. okay, they're gonna go with Roman, Roman's their guy. Yeah. It felt like that helped upset that. It upset the flow of things. And it's all about discovery, and that's what I keep coming back to. There's nothing wrong with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is great in the ring. He He can cut a great promo. But, Matt, it's what you said. It's this feeling of it being forced. And so much of what we love, we feel like we discovered. That's why NXT is so goddamn powerful as a tool. But the fans, we feel like we discover these guys
1: on our own. We become fans on our own. And we stick with them through thick and thin as a result. That's true. He's my guy and nobody else. I want anybody else to like this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: week in and week out when it's this guy this guy this guy it just you don't feel that organic sense of build you know I mean little kids love it it. we can apply
2: a little bit of that to Braun yeah I think people I think people can relate and say look Braun should have beat Brock by now and he didn't and so I mean we all know Braun's gonna be a champion eventually but you still kind of feel like I mean Braun's getting this baby face pop which is so bizarre because a guy of his size is hard (laughs) to imagine like put sympathy on him but possible you know, but he's getting this babyface – he's got the Austin effect. He's getting the – he's being positioned as the babyface, having the babyface save. He's not pandering to the audience. Right. But, you know, so, like, I think people were rallying behind him. Like, at first, people kind of thought, here's another FIFA phone guy who's beating all the jobbers, beating the local guys, blah, 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 blah. They yeah. didn't cry back. It didn't go anywhere, whatever. But now it's like people are getting behind him like, okay, this guy can actually go. And we'd rather have him than Roman Reigns, or him, or even him. People get mad that Brock's, you know, a part-time guy that doesn't defend the title every month. People, I, I think people were rallying behind Braun in that in that regard.
1: Yep.
0: And Braun versus Roman, probably my favorite feud in recent memory.
1: That was good. That was well done. Those, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it just it took it up a notch. They worked really well together, and there it was did. something there.
1: Well, I like when I like Roman versus
2: Cena that match, not only the build and how, you know, real they try to make it, but I like the match because, you know, every detractor of John Cena's, oh, uh, his opponent makes him look good. You know, it's Kevin Owens makes him look good. AJ Styles makes him look good. CM Punk makes him look good. And then every opponent of, of Roman Reigns, oh, it's, it made him look good. Well, okay, when the two of them have to fight together, somebody's got to make the other one look right. good. Right. I like this.
1: You can't, yeah, they can't, they can't use that that weak Cena thing that, they, that they've always used over the years that John can't go. John's a different. John's always oh, you know, I'll just say John's uncoordinated as hell. He's got two left feet. He, he just is very very blocky, and 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 how he shoots people off. He like he like tackles you into the ropes as he shoots you off. Like you have to watch your feet because he'll, he'll step on them. Um, but he can go. He can keep up with whoever he's got to keep up with, and he calls everything out there. You could see him visibly talking about it. He's one of the worst of uh, about that about that actually. But um, you know he's good though. He's a quarterback in the ring, and he does. He does a good job with his psychology, and he doesn't get enough credit, but Roman even more so. Roman, you can't use that, that oh, you can't wrestle crap. I don't know why they chant that at Roman Reigns. He absolutely can.
0: No, absolutely. And uh, so we've got some good stuff. I mean, Roman versus Samoa Joe I think will be really, really good.
1: I'm really looking forward to that. The only thing is we've seen it, right, you know? Yeah. But, but again, I get him happy because Joe is in a good spot, and he's going to. Be the Intercontinental Champion. That's the only reason I see Roman with this title. Others are going to argue, well, because Roman's working the top of the house shows. We need to make a champion. You know, I, I see that point, too. But this is ultimately, I'm hoping to get Joe the title.
0: But you know what I hope we get out of this is I hope we get some matches of Joe with the bar versus the shield.
1: I think Ooh. that'll be really good. You know what I was going to say? you remember even, we just brought him up, uh, Kane before. Daniel yeah. Bryan, Kane, and who was the third? Was it Ryback? Versus the shield, do you remember those matches? Do you remember those those six mans were freaking off the hook? Daniel would get tagged in and it would blow the roof off the building. Yeah. You guys yep. remember that?
2: Was Ryback the third
1: one? Somebody no. else. I don't know. It was somebody. It was definitely oh. team Hell No and Ryback. I think it was Ryback. Yeah. People in the chat are asking if there's an
0: update on Bailey and Mickey from the ER, you know, tonight. Uh, Are you guys kidding me? <laughs> Lord, you need to go, Matt. You need to go on uh, Russo's oh, podcast, on. Uh, castrating the Marks, You know.
1: Yeah, right, let me ask you a question, judge Why well, do we have Justin on? Justin, question: If young bucks showed up, do they not get a pop on Monday Night Raw?
2: Yeah, the city definitely depends on it, though.
1: Okay, do you not see a lot of their, do you not see their merch in the crowd? When you're watching SmackDown yeah, or I Raw? Do. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Ha! Raj's argument was you never see it. No, it's
2: there. I, I do. I do think that it does. I, I think the the city does does matter, though. I mean, like like tonight was even an example. Like there's some cities you can go to. Everybody knows what Matt Hardy did prior, and they they're they're up to the broken gimmick. And but tonight what was the Knoxville that we're at. Yeah. Um, not everybody like you know. I don't. I yeah. think it does. I think it does matter the city that you're in. But yeah, I mean they're they're i mean they're 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 self made hustlers man that's crazy
0: that's one that if that was a uh raw after mania debut or something I mean I think the smart crowd would just would it? not
1: themselves <laughs> literally <laughs> just, <laughs> here's the thing though,
2: if you're if you're if you're the young bucks, I would almost venture to say that you lose money well that potentially because now all of a sudden you're not controlling all your merch you're not you know like you know. I say this about Dolph Ziggler all the time. People talk about Dolph, you know, like there's some guys like Dolph Ziggler who could leave the WWE right now. He'd have control of, of his booking fee, all of his flights and hotels paid for. He controls all of his merch. He's in the main event. He's working new guys. A, it'll, depending on what guarantee they can negotiate, they might lose money. Uh, and B, if you're the young bucks, I always wonder: Are you better off as being the golden boys of the NXT brand and staying there? Because once you go to Raw or SmackDown where it's a different structure of who's in charge and it's a different game, I don't know. I, I think if, 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 I, if I'm the Young but the problem is I don't know if WWE would negotiate the guaranteed money the Young Bucks would need and only use them on NXT. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, there's no way. Those guys are making like 50 grand a year or something like that. There's, 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 there's no way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see with being the elite, being what it is, um, I could see if someone wanted to start a promotion um, and do television or streaming. I mean, they would be the probably the people to build it around. You know, if they wanted to do something new when when they were when their contracts expired. Um, uh-huh. well, I'm saying that when their contracts are up with New Japan and Ring of Honor, I'm saying if let's say there's a modern day Ted Turner that comes along and yep. wants to start a wrestling promotion. The he Young Bucks are him, yeah. two guys. You know, you could build a promotion around
2: them, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I heard Matt Morgan's funding a uh, promotion. He's going to get one started. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, Matt, your final thoughts on uh, tonight's Raw?
1: Um, uh, again, I give it a C. It, it was all over the place. Um, I love everything with Paige. I thought it well tonight. A little, a little quick to the whole uh, Asuka Uh, uh, a part of the storyline. But then again, if they're there to be jumping people and, you know, Asuka's got to come up sooner or later, right? So um, it was all over the place. Um, Some of the stuff was good, like I said, with Paige, stuff with Joe, stuff with Roman was good. Um, Am I missing anything?
0: Mm. I mean, that's that's really it. It's
1: just, again, there's a lot of crap. I hate saying that, you know? It's not like a freaking hater. I'm not trying to be. I just don't I wasn't entertained by it. And if I didn't have to do the show, I would not have watched it. I would have fast-forwarded to see my favorite guys, and that would have been it.
0: But you guys fast-forwarded the commercials at least tonight.
1: <laughs> I did, because the, the only little trick, Justin, I, I, wait, to, I wait to watch Raw at, uh, what is it, like uh, eight 8.50, 8, 9 o'clock-ish, and you can fast-forward to all the commercials that way. And then you, you end up being like two minutes late for when they give you the link to this show but you get to watch the whole show on Fast Forward the commercials on Fast Forward
0: well update tonight Domino's no commercials at all you pizza droppers <laughs> just abused period insurance Domino's can't that's afford Domino's to right. advertise on
1: Raw anymore so <laughs> there Damn, you have
0: pizza it. <laughs> cool uh, so uh, Matt what do you want to plug before we take it home here
1: oh pressure 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 nothing nothing this week guys um, check out uh, 5% Nutrition at uh, um it's 5percentnutrition.com for all your supplement pre-workout, post-workout, mid-workout uh, um, supplements. Uh, check me out on Instagram and Twitter at BP, uh, Matt Morgan. Uh, Facebook, uh, you want to follow along what I'm doing as commissioner here in the city of Longwood. That's uh, all my what my Facebook page is about. That's Matt Morgan for Longwood, Matt Morgan for Longwood. And I know I'm forgetting something, but oh well.
0: And Justin, where can everyone find you on the internet?
2: Add Justin Labor on Twitter. And if you need any tickets, whether it's WWE or whether it's concerts, ball games, what have you, I encourage you to go to TicketKingOnline.com. Use the code LabarFan. Get 15, 15, percent off your ticket purchase. Uh, whether it's, again, wrestling, concerts, ball games, anything, theater, they got it. Uh, TicketKingOnline.com. Dot com use the code labarfan and if you do a purchase in the month of december you'll get a personal phone call from me
0: awesome guys well i'm glenn Rubenstein, and we'll be back here wednesday 12 noon eastern to talk about smackdown live see what happens over there in the build-up to clash of the champions we'll see you back here on the wrestling inc podcast take care everyone